0: Hey everyone, welcome to the For The Wind podcast. I'm Hemel Javary alongside only one other person today, Evan Thorpe. Evan, what's up?
1: We have some cheating going on in baseball <laughs> that has been going on for what, two, three years now. We're still finding out more things and it's all craziness in MLB.
0: It is. I generally did not think that we would be talking about baseball. And what's sad is that Michelle Martinelli, who's usually our baseball correspondent, is on uh, is on site at Daytona. So sadly, she's not here to talk about it. But yeah, we're going to get into the Astros cheating scandal and the non-apologies that have come out this week. We are also going to talk about some format changes to the NBA All-Star Game, which Evan is not a fan of. And hit it up on social media of the week. Shout out to Dwayne Wade for being an incredible dad, and also to Zaya for being the most mature and self-possessed 12-year-old that I could possibly think of. So, first off, let's start off with what is going on with the Houston Astros. During the offseason, the Astros cheating scandal is basically, you know, broken wide, right? What happened is that they were caught stealing signs, MLB investigated. And uh, it was very apparent that they're cheating. There is no doubt about the fact that this is the thing that happened.
1: And they weren't available to be asked these questions once everything first came out. So people have been waiting for a chance to ask players, owner, what happened? How do you feel about it? Are you sorry? And this was the first time we got words from players, owners, Skipper.
0: Yeah. So the team has not publicly responded to these allegations because they've basically been able to hide under the fact that the MLB is not in season. Again, they reported for spring training and uh, Wednesday they were basically a bunch of cowards, right? This is what our own Andy Nesbitt has written is that the Astros hid from the media on Wednesday. They had uh, police guards security around players to make sure that reporters could not even get to them to ask questions. Uh, it really is just flabbergasting what the Astros have done and their inability to own up to it. Uh, so they hid from the media on Wednesday, blocking the clubhouse so that no reporters could talk to players. Uh, and on Thursday, the team finally addressed the issue, and I have to say that it is just the worst apology ever. The people who came out for the non-apology, owner Jim Crane, Jose Altuve, Alex Bergman, and new manager Dusty Baker. And I would have to say that uh, Crane's apology was just the absolute worst non-apology ever. Uh, Just to quote from it, he said, you know, our opinion is that this didn't impact the game. We have a good team. We won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that.
1: Now, all the all the apologies were bad. I mean, the yeah. players basically were just like, we're sorry, we feel bad. That's it, and not really owning up to it. but like if you you take his statements alone, if you look at what happened in 2017 versus the Yankees, the two games they had to start off the series they both won by one point. now one run one run game is a close game. You never know how towards the end of the game or throughout the game, the buzzing or whatever signs yeah. feeling could affect that game. They went to New York, lost 8-1. Next game, they lost 6-4. So, if you look at the four games that we just saw, at home is close with the Astros barely winning. Mm -hmm. Yankees are beating them by a convincing score. And then you have them beat the Yankees 5-0 the next game in uh, Yankees Park. Then the final two games at Astros Park, they went 7-1. And then they went 4-0. All right. You can say those first two games, there could have been some cheating going on. The last three games, you can say that. Well, the last two that were played in Houston, all right, they won convincingly. Like, maybe no help. Then you go to 2019, and you have the whole Altuve 2 home run in the final game. Don't take off my shirt. Yeah. My wife doesn't like to see me shirtless.
0: I don't—it isn't even just about whether or not this actually impacted them. But, one, it's clear that they cheated. Two— this absolutely did give them an advantage. Whether or not they're admitting it and they're obviously not admitting it, It mm-hmm. there's no way that you would cheat and it did not give you an advantage. So Jim Crane gets pressed on saying that it didn't impact the game by ESPN's Marley Riviera. So he admits that Sign-stealing could possibly have given his team an advantage, but also could possibly not have given his team an advantage. He also says, according to CBS Sports, our opinion is that this didn't impact the game. And then 55 seconds later said, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. I mean, literally nothing that comes out of this man's mouth was believable during this apology. And I think
1: that what I'm upset is, I think this is one of the the few cheating scandals that I've been around a part of that where like I think they need to be stripped of their titles because you think about football when the Patriots cheated like all right they knew the plays but at the same time you can know a play just from watching film it's rare that a team will know the it's impossible to know the exact pitch a player is going to throw you know you can have an idea of all right you know if they got a lead up on a hitter Mm -hmm. they're going to throw this Mm -hmm. but to have the exact call like you got to strip away the title like the Houston Astros looking at it like well we did this to win and we barely got punished players aren't getting punished they fired the owner no the uh, GM GM and the manager but like outside of that they likely won't get punished for cheating
0: yeah and Andy Nesbitt also brings up another good point which is that this ultimately rolls up to uh, MLB commissioner, right? Because this is a thing that impacts the sanctity of the entire league. Mm-hmm. And if the Astros don't suffer real consequences for what happened, if this just becomes a blip in the media and then they get to keep their titles, uh, there is no uh, there is no incentive for people to not do this again, right? Everyone says, okay, well, we might get caught, but in the end, we'll come out of it with a World Series title and we'll get all the money and the acclaim that goes along with with it, So we're willing to take the black eye that cheating has. Right. So this actually rolls up to MLB commissioner who really needs to make sure that adequate punishments are handed down.
1: And you think about how they treat players from the steroid era like, you know, yeah. players don't even get into the Hall of Fame. You think of Pete, Pete Rose doing stuff outside of the sport. He's kicked out And those crimes compared to actually cheating a game. It's worse. It is because it's you can. Way worse. You could take steroids, but at the end of the day, you still have to play. Like you might have an advantage, hitting power wise, but like you still have other aspects of the game that you have to do.
0: Right, and steroids is a personal choice, yes. right? Like you are affecting your body. They, the Astros, did this as an organization. Like they colluded as an organization to do this, and the fact that they still have those World Series tri- titles is ridiculous to me. They need to be stripped and need to send a clear message that if anything like this happens again, it will not be tolerated.
1: And the fact that it's, it's stretched for possibly three, four years, yeah. like you don't even know when it actually started. It's the fact that somebody came out, said something, and yeah. you have people who like dug up and heard the bangs. Yep. People have like tallied how many bangs uh, during a stretch of games. And then the whole Altuve had his chest, potentially had a buzzer. It's like, you have to come harder on a team. It's, mm-hmm. A whole team is cheating. Yeah. It ain't like a player's cheating. The whole team is cheating.
0: Yeah, it's totally ridiculous. And I think the Astros in this coming season should just be prepared for every single pitcher to try to hit them.
1: I don't like the New York Yankees, but I cannot wait until they have to go to New York because it'll probably be, like, the worst experience they've ever had. Yeah,
0: the Astros should be booed mercilessly every single stadium that they step into this season. Anyway, trash organization from top to bottom. All right, we are going to get into some format changes for the NBA All-Star Game, which is happening this weekend. But before we do that, let's talk about getting a good night's sleep 9 out of 10 couples prefer a different mattress firmness. From feather soft to firm, you can adjust each side of your sleep number setting so that it's right just for both of you. There's all kinds of things like adjustable comfort, partner snore technology, sensing movement, and or sleep IQ technology... Showing personalized insights. Sleep is vital for healthy living. It strengthens immunity, increases the ability to focus, sharpens cognitive function, and improves physical health and emotional well being. So, the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is a great way to get all the benefits of a great night's sleep. It is really the smartest choice for better sleep and the best bed for couples. Sleep number beds allow you to adjust on each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. Uh, With Sleep IQ technology, it tracks how you're sleeping and gives you personalized insights for your best sleep. Discover proven quality sleep and save 50% off on the 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed now during the Ultimate Sleep Number event, only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash cadence. That's sleepnumber.com slash cadence. We also have a couple of words from indeed.com. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your shortlist of applicants. It's fast. Also add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skill tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly, and you can be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash FTW and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash FTW. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. All right, let's get back to talking about the NBA All-Star Game. You are not a fan of some of the format changes. Explain what's happening.
1: So normally an All-Star Game is played like a regular game. You have four 12-minute quarters cumulative score that basically most team team scores the most points win.
0: Yeah, and it's East versus West, East right? Ver-
1: well, no, they changed it up two years ago where they have captains. So it's okay. not so much East versus West, but this year you can basically call it East versus West.
0: Right, but they pick their teams. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So this year's game, the first three quarters are going to be twelve minute long, but they're going to restart the score after the first quarter, after the second quarter, and then for the fourth quarter It's not going to be a 12-minute long clock. They're going to take the the combined scores of each team for the three quarters and then basically say whoever scores 24 points added on to the highest total, they win the game. So it's kind of like for Kobe Bryant, the 24 number. Oh, okay. I get that. my whole thing is in a basketball game, like, (coughs) in a basketball game, like, I like to see a team come back from being down. I like Mm -hmm. to see a team just, like, Playing basketball, I feel like if you reset the quarter, it almost, like, changes the mindset of the game because it's like, all right, a team who's down could be like, all right, we need to come out on fire, but it's going to be 0-0 coming out, and I don't think they're going to be paying too much attention to what they scored last
0: quarter. I think I love this change. Why? Yeah, I think – I know. I think that, first of all – it's very hard to keep all-star games fresh, right? They they can be really they can get stale very quickly, and the NBA out of every other league does an incredible job with their all-star game, right? Like they really really make it an event for people to want to turn into and even watch from home. The NHL does a terrible job with their all-star game. They've tried to mix it up and make it interesting, and it never works. But this is what an all-star game should be. Like, embrace the chaos. Do not let it be like a regular game. Keep changing the format around enough so that it keeps people on their toes.
1: But my only concern, like, my biggest concern is, like, fourth quarter. That's some, that's the best quarter of an all-star game. Like, that's when people start to get serious. Really, really, the second half is when teams get serious. But this is the scores from last year's game, okay. all right? Quarter scores. You had first quarter, the team scored 37 and 53. Second quarter, they scored 45, 42. Third quarter, 50 and 36. Fourth quarter, 46 and 33. You're taking away half of a quarter, which is your best quarter in an all star game.
0: You're not, though. It's like what's happening is that people are going to go hard every quarter to try to rack up as many points as possible. And then whoever gets to 24 at the last added on to their cumulative score what they're doing is making sure people play really hard for those first three quarters
1: but i look at it this all right if you score 24 points in a game without threes that's 12 shots made nba all-star games are meant for dunks three-pointers and fun like
0: and that's what's gonna happen i think that you will be pleasantly surprised I,
1: i i think when the fourth quarter comes i'm gonna be like god this feels it's gonna feel so short And Mm -hmm. I know this is the most important quarter because it's the winning quarter. And I don't want to feel like, dang, the game over in three minutes.
0: No, it's going to be a race to 24 and it's going to be incredible.
1: (laughs) I hope it is. I I don't like the changes. I wish they did the regular format. And then, let's say, you know, find other ways to like.
0: Well, they are going to incorporate a lot of Kobe tributes into the all-star game. The players are going to be wearing 24 mm -hmm. and 8. No,
1: 2. Two. two for the uh. For two the for Gianna. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, sorry, I apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, they'll be wearing 24 and two. Two for Gianna, and uh, there's going to probably be tributes uh, throughout yeah. the throughout the entire weekend, uh, as you would expect. Uh, um, I'm open-minded about these changes. I think they could actually be great.
1: I just when when the clock goes zero zero, I just feel like people are gonna be like, oh, all right
0: um well all right we'll see what happens we're very much looking forward to the nba all-star game which is this weekend Uh, and let's talk about our final uh, segment on the podcast social media post of the week Uh, this is such a lovely heartwarming post Uh, as you might be aware Dwayne wade and gabrielle union have a transgender child uh she's decided to go by zaya now and uh Wade in Union probably a couple of a couple of months ago had kind of did you know had kind of like come out to the media to be like, hey, our child is um, gender nonconforming, right? Like they kind of eased people into it, say just so you're aware, because you know this shows up on our social media feeds, and they are public figures. Our child is gender nonconforming, and then this weekend, uh, uh, Dwayne Wade was on the Ellen Show, and he was talking about Kobe, but he also said that Zion, right. Used to go by Zion, has now decided to go by Ziya, and is transgender and, you know, identifies as she. So he gave this, like, really warm, loving speech about what it means to be a father and how his job is to make sure his child feels loved and supported. And then on social media, he posted this, like, great clip of Zaya talking about, uh, like, living your own truth and being... Uh, You know why? You know life is really short, so why would you not? uh, Why would you waste time pretending to be somebody that you're not? uh...
1: Yeah, and one of the quotes was was, "be true to be true to yourself." What's the point of being on this earth if you're going to try to be someone you're not? It's like you're not even living as yourself. And like you said, for somebody that young to say something that strong and impactful, and for Dwayne Wade, you know, he's he's not let the outside world or social media impact the way he treats his daughter. Yeah, and it just just shows how how impactful it could be
0: Zaya has decided that uh, this is how she wants to move forward in life and Dwayne Wade is really helping by kind of upsetting some of these traditional norms of toxic masculinity right like he's very much he's very open about it he's very supportive and the thing that both of them have been really great about is admitting what they don't know mm-hmm. like Gabrielle Union on Twitter she said We are still learning about this. We are trying to be supportive, but we don't know everything. We encourage you to tell us how to deal with this, right? And how to uh, help and be a part of this community. I think that's a great allyship is to just admit that we're still learning. We are not going to be perfect in how we handle this, but we love our child. We support our child. We want her to feel like she's empowered to do all these things.
1: Yeah, we already celebrate them as a power couple. Yes. This is like, the powerfulest move they could make
0: you know what i feel great about is like a couple of years ago i i named them like sports couple of the year and i feel really good about that decision now
1: (laughs) did i say i think y'all got on me for saying like aisha and Steph at the time yeah and we were like no (laughs) you ask me now i'm with the wades baby
0: anyway that's a great lovely story a little a little bit of brightness in the sometimes bleak landscape of sports Uh, Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it and we will see you